the other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, lawmakers, along with Governor Hochul, appear to be backing a very controversial $455 million taxpayer-funded loan to modernize Belmont Racetrack, even though a community advisory board empowered by state law has yet to even meet. I know the New York Post has been all over this story for a while, and it reeks of everything that's wrong with Albany, a lot of backroom dealing, and all the rest. The reason we're putting the word loan in quotes is because it doesn't look like there's any evidence that Belmont will ever generate enough revenue to service the loan. And this is a total boondoggle. It is a total giveaway to Belmont. It is 100% corporate welfare. If these improvements to Belmont go through and they're able to have even more horse races at Belmont, they say that Belmont will be the deadliest horse track in the entire country for horses because of the poor record that horses have at surviving at Belmont. A law passed with bipartisan support four years ago aimed to avoid problems with modernizing the aging facility by establishing a 15-member panel appointed by local elected officials, the New York Racing Association, and the Queens Community Board 13. And it looks like that has 100% completely been ignored. A makeover for the Elmont Queens-based venue could mean parking chaos in areas of Queens if the racetrack, which hosts the Belmont Stakes, can lure gamblers and racing fans back to the track. But they wouldn't know about this and maybe not care because there's been no local input on this. Other locals are questioning the wisdom of the project considering the decades-long drop in attendance aside from the triple crown stakes race and the expanding gambling options, including multiple casinos that are slated to open downstate. Is this really a great investment of taxpayer money to double down on what seems to be a losing proposition? Whether it's the Buffalo Bills or Belmont Stakes, Kathy Hochul seems to have no problem using taxpayer money to help private interests get rich and it stinks beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight good morrow everyone this is the other side of midnight on 77 wabc i'm frank morano well i have been a big advocate of new york's volunteer firefighters really volunteer firefighters everywhere and apparently there's an article in the times union citing a new study which shows that new york's more than eighty-one thousand volunteer firefighters save taxpayers an estimated 3.8 billion dollars a year that's billion with a b in wages and benefits at a time when their ranks are dwindling but recruitment efforts are being ramped up this is according to a study released by the firefighters association of the state of new york so obviously that group has a vested interest in the outcome but i buy these numbers i do have to tell you i mean it stands to reason if you were to do away with volunteer firefighters they'd need to be replaced with paid firefighters and that's going to cost the state tax 
taxpayers a lot of money. And I think this really illustrates the value of volunteer service and what it means to the citizens of New York. I think we have a tendency to so often take for granted the critical roles that volunteer emergency responders play in most counties outside of New York. That's one of the reasons this group commissioned this study as part of an ongoing effort to educate the public. The bottom line is volunteers play an incredibly significant role and the value that they bring to the taxpayers is substantial. And it's a real analysis. This was an analysis done by Resolution Economics, Inc., which has a staff of economists and policy analysts, and they sought to measure the economic value of volunteer fire departments across New York. The study also estimated the costs of transforming all volunteer fire departments outside of New York City to paid departments would be about $188 million a year in general operating costs and an additional $83.8 million annually to maintain equipment and structures. So if we invest a little bit in volunteer firefighters and volunteer fire departments now, it'll help save the taxpayers a lot of money on the back end. Just something to keep in mind as we close in on that April 1st budget deadline. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Just when you thought New York State couldn't figure out anything else to tax, you got to give them credit for creativity. They have found yet another thing that they could tax. New Yorkers could be facing a tax on digital subscription streaming media services for music, television, and audiobooks, as well as a fee for delivery services in order to raise money for mass transit under measures contained in a budget proposal being advanced in the New York State Assembly this week. The Tax and fee provisions come as New York is seeking to raise billions of dollars for mass transit, as well as the MTA in the New York City region. The Democratic-led Assembly budget plan would add a 4% state sales tax and a 4% local sales tax for digital streaming products, including television, audiobooks, podcasts, and you name it, just about everything else. Cable and satellite television would be exempt from the tax. So think about that. You pay a Netflix streaming bill, you pay an Apple TV streaming bill, Hulu, Paramount Plus, I have all those. Add 4%, no, make that 8% for local and state to what you're already paying. Money from the streaming taxes is expected to raise millions of dollars, including $29 million in the first year. It's in place for the MTA and eventually as much as $63 million in the coming years. Here was the majority leader of the state assembly, Crystal Peoples-Stokes, talking about this. I am hopeful that this stays, only because I know how desperate MTA is for additional resources. And quite frankly, I, I know how, how desperate um, NFTA is for additional resources. As far as I'm concerned, the quote of the day really belongs to Republican Assembly Minority Leader Will Barkley, who said, quote, The state is now going to charge you to watch Ted Lasso. It really is that ridiculous. The state has nothing to do with how you get your Netflix or Paramount Plus. They shouldn't be able to cash in because you chose to subscribe to a streaming service. No way, no how. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, believe it or not, some lawmakers have a new idea to fund New York City's ailing mass transit system. 
residential parking permits. The state Senate's Democratic majority released its budget proposal on Tuesday, and it dismantled much of Governor Hochul's own plan to boost the MTA, which relied on revenues from proposed casinos, contributions from New York City, and a payroll tax increase to provide a jolt to the cash-strapped agency. Instead, the Senate plan proposed a number of different revenue streams, including a residential parking system in New York City with all permit fees flagged for the MTA. This is absolutely ludicrous. Under this Senate plan, the New York City Council would be granted broad authority to implement a permit parking program for residents of specific boroughs or neighborhoods. There would be few restrictions with the council given wide latitude to pick which areas of the city would participate and what hours of the day. This is ridiculous. It's already impossible to park anywhere, including the neighborhoods that you live in. Are we really going to charge people to park on the street where they live? This is crazy. People cannot afford to live in New York as it is. You're going to force them to pay to park on the street? Give me a break. (sighs) This may be one of the issues that I discussed with Sid Rosenberg when I join him a little later this morning. I'm going to be on with Sid around 7.05 this morning. Very much looking forward to going on with him. Uh, It's always a good time. There's no telling what issues we may cover, so I hope you'll tune in. The bosses do pay pretty close attention to how each segment scores in terms of streaming. So even if you normally listen on the radio, I would just ask around 7.05 if you could make sure to listen from WABCradio.com or from the WABC app, because then they'll see a big Frank Morano uptick in streaming listenership. Beam me up! To be continued.